Steve Stebbing is here. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Steve Stebbing and all the movies and things. We've got the AV Club coming up here shortly, Steve. How's sure. Penticton? Uh, it's all right. It's all right. It's just chill. Small town life, you know. Yeah. Just Stuck between two res- lakes. It's terrible. Residing. Yeah, exactly. Just That's nice. No, no complaints. All right. That's exciting. So, what's uh, what's Halloween look like in your family? Are you guys like because you got you got the little squirt? Um, yeah. Are you? Uh, do you guys do the big the big show? What do you What do you guys get up to? Uh, not really. Um, the daughter they are just not really Halloween a Halloween person. Mm-hmm. They get scared from from the decorations sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, that I fault them. Home. But my my soulmate, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, we try to take it easy on them. Yeah. So you uh, you uh, you. I just kind of assumed, I guess, that you know, maybe with all the spooky movies and stuff, all that you guys get up to, that maybe it might be a big deal. But how do you? No, do the dad I'm the tax only. If, I, I'm the only horror person yeah. in this household. Yeah. What's your dad tax on the candy? Uh oh, there, it's definitely. Pre- uh, I'm not not a heavy hand. Like I'm not a, I'm not yeah. a heavy hand, but. Uh, it's it's a good thing that they aren't into a lot of the the candy, and right. I can kind of have my pick of the good things. So, are you do do you do the safety tax? Well, I better have that. Make sure it's safe. Do that? Do you well, the safety tax? Or are you sharing is is um, a much uh, a much more embraced feeling in this uh, household i think very nice i love yeah. it all right there you go they're good to halloween and the stabbings you heard it here first <laughs> stevestabbing.ca if you want to check out his blog and his website everything that steve gets up to to get us started in the movies halloween ends i was certain that i saw him watching me you pretend like you moved on but you're actually just obsessed with death what are you gonna do when michael comes back for you because he is coming but this time, something feels different. He's more dangerous. Hello, Michael. All right. Tell us. You know, so this is like the legacy trilogy to follow up from the 1978 original. And the first, the first one, uh, Halloween 2018, is awesome. Awesome film and kills starts to slide down, down, down into downgrade. Like it's just, it's not as good. I still enjoyed it, but it's not as good. Ends, I just, I can't believe that they wrote this trilogy to that to be like this because it's just such a wet pile of crap. I was, I have so many issues and with this movie, including like, I'm not going to get super spoilery, but like they invent a whole like new character into this movie. And it, I just don't understand it at all. I, I, it, it feels like they didn't, really like Michael Myers in the end, like the creators, David Gordon Green and, and Danny McBride and everybody that they just kind of fell off of wanting to do a proper Laurie and Michael Myers movie. And they just deviated so far that I, I feel like I just was like constantly shaking my head in theaters tonight. I was just uh-huh. like, what are you doing? What are you doing now? What are you doing now? Like I was just increasingly angry at this movie. So they 
one of the key characters that they built the whole franchise on, they sort of didn't really seem to like him, and maybe they're trying yeah. to build something new out of it. Like, this is well, the new Picard, you know? Well, see, in Halloween Kills, the, the second movie, Laurie Strode spends the most of the film in a hospital bed. Like, she is, she is kind of just just kind of giving monologues from a hospital bed for most of the movie. And I will say that they kind of did that to Michael Myers in the third movie. Ah, all right. Yeah. There you go. There's your answer. That's everything that you, uh, you wanted to know about Halloween ends. Steve Stebbing.ca. Next on the list is Rosaline. So you're going to break them up? Of course I am. Romeo and Juliet. Doesn't even sound right. You want my help with this? We just need to stop a wedding. My boyfriend is about to make the biggest mistake of his life. Hang on a second. It's your boyfriend's wedding. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, tell us about uh, this romantic comedy, question mark? Yes, yes, a, a romantic comedy. This is uh, this is Romeo and Juliet, but from the point of view of Rosalind, who was Romeo's uh, secret girlfriend before he met Juliet. And then Ooh. meets Juliet and throws a wrench in the whole plans of their love affair. And it's snappy and fun in, in his dialogue. C- Caitlin Dever plays uh, the title character in this one. Her dad is played by the great uh, Bradley Whitford from uh, Get Out and uh, West Wing. And it's it just kind of gave me this Mean Girls meets Shakespeare type feel. Like I just I really loved the characters. They were so well written. Um, the modernization of the dialogue works so well in this. And uh, I'm just disappointed that um, it seems Fox Studios isn't getting a lot of their push into theaters. I mean, we already saw it with Prey last uh, a couple of months ago. And now with this movie, they just don't seem to be trusting that these movies can bring in box office. And I would argue that uh, Rosalind would be a great date movie uh, or just a, a fun night out to, to see a good comedy. And uh, I think with all the streaming services, we're kind of um, we're letting the, 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 the theaters die a little bit in, in this. And uh, I hope uh, that this one gets a lot of views so uh, because it is worth it. And maybe they kind of rethink that model a tiny bit. I I don't know if the ex-girlfriend was really the wrench, though, in the Romeo and Juliet story. Pretty sure it was the poison or the lack of communication, right? Just the way they handle this is really good, though. I'm okay. not going to give it away, but it's really, really great. Okay, so the, the Rosalind does not do monologues from a hospital bed, so we're good. Okay. No, no. And if there are monologues, they're they're like more modernized. Like you're you're not going to get sucked into the, all the uh, the Shakespearean uh, soliloquies. They're they they kind of uh, they punch it up quite a bit. Cool. All right, Steve Stemming here. It's the Chef. I'm Shane Hewitt. Next, Sweet Tooth, season one. Once upon a time, bad people ruled the earth. They were greedy and self-destructive. So nature made everyone sick. Excuse me? Are you a doctor? And then... a miracle happened. They called them hybrids. Your kind. It's your job to live a full life. Oh, it's great timing, Steve. 
Yeah, right. And it's funny when because this is uh, the DV, uh, the Blu-ray release of that is uh, this week, uh, and this has been on, been on Netflix since uh, during the pandemic is when this came out, which is kind of interesting because uh, this basically uh, takes place around a pandemic called the Great Crumble, which basically uh, wreaks havoc across the world and ends up killing millions of people, uh, as sending uh, the human race into kind of like a a, a different evolution of their uh of of their history and basically also out of it comes these hybrid babies which are part human part animal uh leading to our lead character gus who is essentially a deer boy and uh he was raised by his father in the wild and then when his father passes away from the the sickness uh, he is kind of forced out into his own and tries to find uh, his biological mother along the way. Uh, it's such a sweetheart show. Uh, it's based on a graphic novel series uh, by a Canadian uh, writer, Jeff Lemire, uh, which is an excellent book. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. So that's when, when this one came along. I was super excited that they had made it and that they got it right. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. and his wife, Susan, are the producers on this one. And they, there's just so much care to the story and uh, I think it's one of the best Netflix shows in the last five years, for sure. Let's move here on What the Hell She Watched this weekend to the television on Netflix, The Watcher. Who am I? It might not frighten you yet, but it will. Give the house what it wants. Young blood. Can you keep us safe? Okay, sounds friendly. Tell us about the Watcher, Steve Stebbing. Yeah, this is a true story, uh, based on a true story uh, about the Brodus family uh, who moved into who moved into a new neighborhood in 2014, and then were basically spied on, threatened, and sent uh, crazy letters and everything. And basically, there was one uh, a guy identifying himself as the Watcher, uh, who is basically hell bent on uh, driving them out of their house and out of the neighborhood. And uh, what? really sells this show for me is it's led by Naomi Watts, who is probably one of the best uh, horror actresses in a long time. We're going to ignore Goodnight Mommy. That movie should have never have happened. But I mean, this is the woman that was in the ring and uh, which was a hell of an experience in theaters. And uh, she is skating by on, on that cred for me. And uh, I mean, Bobby Cannavale plays her husband who I really like. And this is the whole true story thing. And in the hands of Ryan Murphy, who did the American Horror Story series, uh, I think it's all in good hands and looks really exciting. All right, let's touch on this one really quick with Steve Stebbing, just because we want to get up for time for the AV Club. The Winchesters is on The CW. My entire life, I've been searching for something. This is good versus evil. Saving people, hunting things. I was born to do this. Don't go down this road, John. What the hell? I'm so sorry. What's your name? I'm Mary. 
all these evil people all use like the same knife because it all makes the same sound. So in about 15 <laughs> seconds here, Steve, can you tell us what the movie is for or the show is for the Winchesters? Yeah. I mean, this uh, Supernatural is a cash cow for the CW for 15 seasons, and now they want more of it. So it's a prequel series about John and Mary Winchester, the uh, mother and father to Sam and Dean. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan are big shoes to fill. I mean, it's tough. So, yeah, I, I, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to checking it out. I have the first episode of my PVR, but uh, yeah, big shoes here. Text question comes from Denise. She asks, my son and I have been waiting patiently for season two of Sweet Tooth. Any clues when it's coming? Uh, production was ja- started January 2022. So I am assuming now that they're deep into post-production, probably nearing the end of it. No date has been given because Netflix is, is very quick to give me the dates when, when they come. Nothing yet, but uh, production has finished and yeah, they're in post. So any, any, any week now we'll get an announcement.